What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Championship Leadership Podcast. This is your host, Nate Bailey. And before we get into our episode today, to find out more about the episodes that we've had in the past and everything else that I am up to personally, uh, you can go to my website, natebaileyspeaks.com. Our guest today comes out of uh, Walnut Park, just outside of Los Angeles, California. I first got introduced to her. She, she's, she's a fan, a listener of, of the show and has been following and, and, and shares different episodes all the time. And, and so I've been following her as a result of that for quite a while and, and uh, reached out to her to see if she could come on the show today. And it was a great conversation. Our guest today, Belen Alcala. And again, uh, you can find out more information on her. She's got a website, a more vintage dot com uh, again that is a more vintage dot store excuse me so a more vintage dot store and in uh, the spelling i'm sure i'm butchering the the enunciation of this it's a m o u r e u x vintage dot store and we will get that uh, up in the link as well and the same for following her on instagram a more vintage at a more vintage so Incredible story. Uh, it was just a fun conversation. It was great to get to connect with her. Um, and so with that, I introduce you to Belen Alcala. Hey, what's up, everybody? Championship Leadership Podcast. Uh, I'm excited today. We're with Belen Alcala from Walnut Park, uh, just outside of Los Angeles, California. So thank you for being here today. Uh, I appreciate it. Yes, I'm excited to be here. A little bit nervous, but excited to share. Awesome. Well, yeah, it's uh, we're just here having a conversation, and uh, I reached out to Belen. Um, she's kind of like one of my biggest fans on the podcast here. She's always sharing certain episodes that she she really is excited about or that gets a lot out of, and I've followed her a little bit, and I'm interested in her story. And uh, she's got a business of her own that I think is really interesting. So I'm excited to kind of get into our conversation here today. So the first, but the first question, as you already know, is uh, championship leadership is the name of the podcast. What, what comes to mind for you or what does that mean to you when you hear championship leadership? 
So for me, it's someone who's constantly carving different aspects of themselves to be better. So constantly asking, what can I do better? How can I be better? Learning, reaching out, because we don't all have the answers to a lot of things, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that's a leader that I personally would like to follow is someone who's constantly asking and who also, I've been around bosses who don't understand the person beneath them and how their job works. So someone who's also committed to employees that are below them and are asking, how can we better the company? How can I make your job better? That's what I look for. That's what I think in a champion a person of championship leadership. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. Well, tell us a little bit more about yourself and um, what you do, the path that you've been on and, and uh, kind of what's gotten you to what you are doing today and what you're up to today. Well, let's rewind to high school, college days, and then where I am now. In high school, I, I, I grew up, you know, I, I've been thinking a lot about how I want to share my story and what my truth is. and my truth is that I've been a very sheltered kid. My mom kept me very sheltered because she was a single mother and she worked to keep a roof over our head. So because of that, I lacked education. I lacked a lot of skills, really. So I started to learn a lot of things about myself and how being sheltered affected me as a young woman today. So when I went to... um High school, I did it because my friends told me, hey, let's, let's go to a music school. Don't go to the school in your neighborhood. Do better. It wasn't mm -hmm. my mother. It wasn't my father who did that. It was the people around me who had the same, similar interests. So I, I went ahead and did that. I went to a magnet school by myself, got on, interviewed for a clarinet, and the teacher was like, come on in. We want you to join the program. And... After high school, I, didn't, I also didn't have anybody to coach me through what's going to happen after high school. What do I do? And mm -hmm. I had a moment where a friend of mine said, are you going to be another statistic? Are you just going to have kids and not do anything? And that kind of made me realize, oh, crap, I need to start <laughs> filling out applications for college. So now I'm in college and I'm first generation. I don't know how to understand any of it. I don't know how to read even the classroom, where is this classroom and where do yeah. I go? I, I, all this was new to me. I, I, I considered myself a really good student. I was always at the top of my class. But when I went to college, it was a, a whole different environment, education. Mm -hmm. And um, I went through a lot of bumps trying to understand where do I belong? What do I do? And a lot of like, maybe I shouldn't do this. I should do this. But I never had anyone to guide me through college. So I was just a deer in headlights the entire time. And finally, I said, I need to make a decision. What am I going to do? So I sat down. I said, what do I like? I've always loved science. Okay, what can I do to give back and help? So, well, I think I would like to get into something real deep. And that, to me, was cancer. I always wanted to help people with cancer. That, that still is in, in me. I still want to be able to come up with a solution for people that have cancer because to me, it has been a huge thing that has happened in our society where so many people have different forms of cancer. Yeah. So I started going into that and I noticed I was having problems uh, adjusting to the, everything that was being taught to me. And I didn't understand why. So the longer I was taking to figure out what my problem was, 
the longer I was struggling. But I was doing everything I needed to do to try to figure out what was wrong with me. So finally, someone said, hey, have you thought that maybe you have some type of learning disability? And I, I thought, no way. I've been doing good. I was yeah. 4.0 GPA in high school. There's no way. Yeah. And sure enough, I did have a learning disability. It was too late. At this time, I was also in the hotel industry. So I started from front desk and I moved all the way up to corporate sales. So I was one of the top sales and marketing representative. I helped open hotels. I did really good at that. I loved it. I loved um, doing hotel sales. Anything that had to do with hotel sales, I was into it. And it, I was the go-to person when they said, hey, we're going to open a hotel. Hey, this account needs to be uh, taken care of. You take care of it. And I, I took care of multiple accounts and I was still in college. So it was a very stressful time, but my college had to go it got cut short. They told me I couldn't continue my degree. So I stopped and I finished my last, I think it was my last chemistry class. And that was that I never moved up to the higher level classes. And I went through depression and I said, what is going on? What am I supposed to be doing? And I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. And I was just sad because my, then my job let me go because they said, Hey, we need somebody here 40 hours. I'm like, I'm doing 32 hours for you guys. I'm bringing you guys in what needs to be bought in through the week, through the months, through the quarterly, through the years, I'm bringing you in the accounts. So they let me go and I had no work, no school. And I was just crying and depressed. And I said, what am I going to do? So the one thing I did learn through being in sales is that I loved it, but I saw so much come across my desk financial wise that I said, "What? Well, I could do this for myself. Mm -hmm. I have to figure out a way to do this for myself. I don't want to work where I'm not happy. I always felt like I could figure out a way to be in an environment where I'm happy or create that environment for people to come to work and be happy. So when I was praying, a lot of things came up and a big light bulb came up and it was like, you have a teacher and you have your tools and you have a passion. Why do you keep suppressing it? And the reason I suppressed that is because I thought it would never make me money. I, I still literally in December, I had a moment where I said, oh my gosh, I don't have faith in myself. What is wrong with me? I don't have faith in my product. I don't have faith in my business. And that's a huge chunk of it. So my answer was, ask your mother to help you. She's been in the sewing industry for over 10 years. She's your teacher. And you have two industrial machines. Get started. You've, had, you've been sketching since you were 17. Get it done. So that was it. I started and then just tried it out. People responded very well. And I was like, should I do it? Should I not do it? Should I get my business license? Should I not get my business license? And finally, I said, you know what? Let's just go for it. I'm never going to find out if I don't do it. So I finally got my license in 2018 and I've just been learning now as I go. I've had many failures. I recently did an, a two huge events that gave me like negative equity and I'm just like, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> so I'm, I'm, still, I'm still learning, but now it's different. I truly have faith in what my vision is and my product and what I want to give back. So that's where I'm at. I do 1940s, 50s reproduction women's clothing because I love that era. And I also do modern clothing, but um, I don't mass produce at the moment because when I did try mass production, it didn't work. So I'm in the verge of trying to figure out where is my balance because I noticed women love customization. Mm -hmm. 
but because there's fast fashion, it's a conflict. So I'm, I'm, I'm in that level right now. So that's what I do. I've been doing that for, I literally have been doing it for a long time, but I finally did decide in 2018. So what, uh, yeah, where, where came the love for the, the 1940s and 50s fashion? That's very, that's very unique. I just feel like women were so much more classy and took time to take care of themselves and present themselves in a very confident way through fashion. And it's, it's different now. It's, it's a different time. Women now have jobs and like me, I have my kids and my family and I'm trying to work my business. Back then it wasn't that, that way for women. It was mostly mm-hmm. being at home, taking care of the family. But there was a, a, to me, there was like a beauty behind it that women really took care of themselves, knew what kind of clothes they wanted to wear. I, I, I just find it so beautiful and it's, it's yeah. not the same now yeah. yeah i love it that's great yeah i mean it's definitely different such set yourself apart definitely i can't imagine there's too many others uh you know or is there uh in there's a couple of us yes there yeah. is we, i've actually created some friendships and networks with some of these women yeah. they're amazing but we that's do great. talk about how this is such a hands-on work and it's still close to our heart yeah 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 well talk to us a little bit about i know you mentioned uh early on talking about um going to school and college and how you didn't really have anyone to help you out and kind of uh pave that path for yourself but who are some of maybe the championship leaders coaches mentors that have impacted you and and how you know what 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 are some of the characteristics either directly or indirectly that have really made an impact on you in your life spiritually i have one mentor that i appreciate so much he's been my mentor for a long time that's president um Ikeda. he's uh, a person that i admire so much so president Ikeda is someone who um was told at a very young age that he wouldn't live past uh i think he was past 13 i don't remember the exact age so just hearing his story through motivation and prayer that he moved forward and now he's close to his 90s and he's doing really wow. good. And he's done a lot of peace, peace movement um, speeches. So he inspires me a lot as a human being. That I have my moments where I'm like, how does he do it? I can't maintain my peace sometimes. I need to like pray. <laughs> Yeah. Um, as far as business, honestly, I've never had anyone mentor me at all. And I think I've always looked for something. I had someone that I came across. I, I found her. She's also an entrepreneur. She started her own fashion school. She does a little bit of different things. She's an artist. And she invited me to a meeting where I met, well, I didn't meet, but I saw a lot of people that it, I was, again, a deer in headlights. I remember the gentleman next to me was so excited at the meeting. I was like, why are you saying? Gary V's gonna be here. I'm like, who the heck is Gary V? What are you talking about? Like, yeah. it was such a whole new world to me. And this was literally last summer. So yeah. I, I saw Satema, I saw Gary, I saw so many amazing people, but I felt more connected to Satema and Gary. I also saw um, Ty Lopez. Mm-hmm. And then through Satema, I found you. I yeah. think he, he spoke to you on a podcast. And I'm like, okay, let's find out who Nate is. And we were business on. partners for three and a half years. I, uh, so, so <laughs> yeah. I just, I just, we just, uh, I just went 
uh, 100% on my own. So, but uh, yeah, we were business partners for three and a half years. So. That is awesome. So yeah, definitely. I, these are, you guys are my mentors right now because I haven't <laughs> had anyone. It's been you and Satam. I said, I'm going to have to focus on just a couple of people because an overwhelming amount of mentors and coaches. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. And you know, I think that's, that's, that's good for others to hear too. Cause there is, there is so much information out there. I mean, there's lifetimes of information out there really. And so, yeah, yeah I think it's important to be able to pick a few that you can really, that resonate with you and, and to lock into those and, and um, get what you need to get from it. So uh, it's important for a lot because there's, there can be so much out there that you start like trying to w listen to everything and it, and yeah. it can kind of just get you scattered more than helpful. Right. So. Yeah, definitely. What's um, well talk to us a little bit more about uh, your vision and, and what, what do you really want to do? What, where do you want to go? What do you want this business of yours to, to grow into? What's the impact you want to make? I, you know, I just had a, a thought yesterday where I really had to sit down and think, and I'm still in the process of, putting everything together, but I want to be able to create a small business. I can't envision myself being a mass producer in a way that's just not me. Maybe a five to 10 employees, but I want to give back to the community. I w I've been trying to figure out maybe a, a, the one thing that I have noticed about myself is that I like to give back and I like to help people. So I want to be able to help somebody just like me and help them at an earlier age and not go through everything that I went through to tell them, Hey, you need to get a mentor. Hey, you need to do this. If you want to get into business, like help them coach through that route and get them there a little bit faster. That way they can start focusing on the different lessons that they need to learn to become better. But I picture my business attached to some kind of program or separately do a program where I can help the next generation figure things out because I don't, I really honestly feel like we lack that in our community, in our society. And, um, yeah, that's what I, I envision so far. I like okay. it. That's great. Yeah. yeah. That's incredible. What's, um, this is my favorite question. So, you know, what are, what's, what's a critical moment or defining moment for you in your life? Where obviously you did make the choice that you did, but had you not, you'd be somewhere very different. What what uh, what comes to mind for you? Well, I, I thought about this, and there's three. Definitely, the moment where my prayer was answered, and it was like, "Hey, you have everything. Your mother's your teacher. You have the tools here. You have a passion. Yeah. Get to work." That was a very mm -hmm. big moment for me because I I just wiped my tears and I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's true. I have to do this." Yeah. Um, the second one was my friend that told me, what are you going to do? You're just going to be another statistic. And that made yeah. me realize, no, that's not what I want. <laughs> yeah. Never. I want my, my, my kids to learn to be better. There's a third one that, oh man, I'll never forget this moment. I had a friend. She wasn't working. Her husband was taking care of her, had just bought her a home. She had this huge, big diamond ring in her hand, a beautiful car. And I was just like dumbfounded because here I am going to school, working three jobs, trying to figure out life. And I look at her and I said, can I ask you a question? How do you do it? And she said, I just ask. And I write it down. <laughs> and I was just dumbfounded. Like, what? She's like, I live off of the earth. And I'm like, what, do you, what does that even mean? 
So she she was the one that told me about the book, um, The Secret. Mm-hmm. And I, I jumped on it. And then she also told me the things that happen to you is because you want them to happen to you. I said, I don't want to work three jobs. I don't want to be struggling. What do you mean by that? I want it. And that, that made me realize there's something more I don't know. And I need to figure this out. So that yeah. moment to me was very defining because if it wasn't for her telling me, hey, go read this book and this is happening to you because you want to, it got me upset enough to go search the answer and mm-hmm. figure out what is she doing right that I'm not doing right. Yeah. So that was another moment that really made my life book turn on. That's great. Do you still, uh, are you still in contact with that person? No. <laughs> No, 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 it was a rough patch for us. And I was like, no more. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. what are some of those things? What are some of the things that you have uh, taken from that to, uh, that you do differently today? I definitely do not stay complacent. I always say there's more, there's something else I need to learn. There's something, and I'm, I'm the kind of person that's very stubborn. If I don't find out what it is I need to do to better myself, it bugs me. I need yeah. to know what am I doing wrong? How can I become better? What is going on out there that I'm not part of? And I've always felt that way. There's something more that I don't know about and I need to find out what it is. So because of that curiosity and that desire to be like, I need to know. I think that's what's also pushed me to keep going, keep going, keep going, even without mentors for a very long time even without guidance for a very long time, that little push of wanting to know, I think that has, has gotten me here. Now I, I'm talking to you. I've come across so many wonderful people that have guided me in, in a direction where it's like you have to stay on your path. You have to learn the lessons and you have to just keep pushing forward. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thank you for sharing that. So your, your name is Bellin, but uh, <laughs> you go by a different name on, uh, oh, yes. on your Instagram. What is that again? It's Moiselle Amaru. It's connected to the brand. Okay, so, so talk to us about that a little bit. I'm interested in that. Okay, so fashion to me, the way I've always seen it is you always see the same person on the magazine, the same style clothing, the same shape. For a long time, it was, it was like that. I hated picking up magazines because I was like, oh, same person, same person. I never really saw too much of diversity in fashion. So when I was creating my brand, I said, what do I want to give back? What is my message? And I sat down and I thought, why? I honestly just want women to really love themselves because women go through so many phases. Mm-hmm. We have children, our body changes. We're constantly like, now it's like the hormonal changes. You know, we're yeah. constantly, constantly evolving as women. And we have to always be able to peel back the layers and return back to the lesson, which is love yourself at this phase, love yourself at that phase. Just love yourself. So mm-hmm. that's where the message came from. I sat down. I said, this is my message. Woman, fall in love with yourself. Okay. So then I started looking at different languages and words. I didn't like it in Spanish because it sounded like a lingerie shop. So I was like, <laughs> I'm not doing it in Spanish. So I stuck to French. And that's What's it, What is it in Spanish? Enamorate. <laughs> okay. You fall in love. So I was yeah, like, yeah. no, no. It, it sounds like lingerie. I don't want people to sure. do lingerie. So that's what it means. It means woman fall in love with yourself and Amaru means love. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. I love it. And uh, yeah, so 
we're going to start to wrap it up here a little bit, but what would be the one or two things that you can leave with the listeners today that uh, if they put it into action, it would help move them their life forward today? I think everyone has a specific formula for success. And you as a person know, know what you need. If you need to, if your outlet is prayer, pray more. If your outlet is to read more, read more. Never give up and figure out your formula to your success because not everyone's success is the same. Everyone needs to find, if you're an entrepreneur who really wants to move forward, you need to find out which aspect of my business or my entrepreneurship is missing to create that success for me. And I just say never give up. Get yourself a mentor, even if it's online. Yeah. Get it at the age of five. Start now. <laughs> right. Start reading all these books everyone's talking about, you know, because all I knew was biology, statistics, chemistry. Nobody ever said, hey, pick up this root, this amazing book about entrepreneurship. Nobody ever said that to me. Um, so definitely find a coach. Find the books that are going to help you succeed because Biology is going to teach you just that, just biology. So how do you become successful as a biologist? You know? Yeah, right. Um, yeah, that, that would be it. Find yourself coaches and find that perfect formula that's going to work for you and just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Beautiful. What, uh, what are some ways that uh, we can, the listeners can find out more about you and, and uh, your business and what you're up to? I just have my website, which is, amaruvintage.store and then everything on social media is amaruvintage. Um, I will share that I am rebranding, but once the rebranding happens, there shouldn't be a reason for anyone to not find me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, Instagram is what? It's amaruvintage, the same. Okay. Yeah. So we will get that linked up, of course, so that they can click on those easily and, and get to you and follow you and see what you're up to. And I, I definitely recommend, I love your page, uh, Instagram and and what you have on there and in your brand and, and all of the different designs and, and uh, custom work that you're doing. So appreciate you coming on. It's been a great time to uh, get to actually meet you, not in person, but on, on camera here. And yes. Uh, Thanks for, for listening in and thanks for taking time today to be here as a guest. Yes. Thank you so much. And thank you for sharing with everyone. We need your podcast. I uh, appreciate it. Yeah. Have a great day. You too. Let's go. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera, I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable. From my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. And marriage has never been better than this And we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm gonna be a leader I'ma lead the way Cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want If I said it then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done Consider it done If you need some inspiration
Championship Podcast. Hey, Bailey. Championship, 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 leadership podcast. Championship, championship, leadership podcast. With Nate Bailey.